Welcome to Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports healing people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcasts, we share interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. I'm Dudley Evanson, and uh, welcome to my sunroom here. I'm just grateful to be uh, living out in nature, and living in nature or relating to nature is something that I really want to talk about in terms of uh, how important it is for our mental health. And one of the things that I've been thinking a lot lately is um, about people living in cities. Uh, Dean and I are fortunate because uh, since forever, we've always wanted to uh, live on a mountaintop or at the edge of the desert or someplace that's um, surrounded by nature. And we do now. We live by a wild river. We're surrounded by forests and gardens. But everyone can't live out in the country. So many people live in, in cities today. It's just the way it is. But how can we bring nature into our lives in, in terms of... Um, if we do happen to live in a city and that kind of thing. The other day I was sitting down by the river with a couple of my elder friends and we just got to thinking about how do people exist in a good way in an urban area and keep their relationship with nature. Uh, One of my friends um, walks a lot and she's very Um, She lives in a city, but she gets out and she walks. There's a park that's within walking distance. And so I encourage um, people who uh, do live in urban areas to uh, enjoy and and identify the parks and the natural areas that are near them, especially if they're near enough to walk to. That's one thing. Uh, It's great if you have a park. I mean, New York City, probably the busiest city in our country, is... Central Park, and that's so important. In our local community uh, here in the Northwest, we um, recently were able to save a 100-acre forest and preserve it so that the people who do live in the city can enjoy it. Um, We've been involved in many greenways um, uh, levies that have helped to purchase um, different kinds of um, natural areas and whether they're places where kids play sports or uh, people go on hikes and trails, um, it's all um, a good part of that. So obviously it's great if you can go to a park. Um, My friend also has her own um, apartment just full of plants and uh, there can't be anything better than that. She actually grows food. She's a gardener. Uh, She's part of a community garden and so she has her own garden there uh, in you know, she even has to get in her car and drive to it, but at least it's it's a place that she can grow um, vegetables and, and foods that she's going to eat later. That's one thing. She also happens to grow food in on her um, little, she's got a little balcony area, and so it's just full of plants. Um, I mention that because growing food in your in the place where you live is a possibility. This this plant right here is is lettuce. <laughs> this is actually grown in um, 
in our yard, but I transplanted it into this pot and it's just like edible. You've got dinner. I also recommend growing um, sprouts. Think about food. So what can you grow in your urban area? You can grow um, sprouts, you can grow microgreens. Um, microgreens could be grown in a tray with a little bit of dirt on it. You sprinkle in sunflower seeds or buckwheat or some kind of um, plant and then it, it sprouts up and you eat it so you have fresh food all the time. So that's another way to bring nature into your home if you live in a city. Um, I've heard about people who um, plant on their rooftops and so rooftop gardens, boy wouldn't that be a nice thing to just imagine looking at um, an urban area and instead of seeing just um, whatever they have on top of roofs which is usually not too much, uh, what if they could have uh, gardens on the roof and go up stairs, pick their vegetables for the evening dinner. That's one way. Community, um, they're, they're almost called pocket gardens or pocket parks. That's another thing I've heard about. I have friends in New York City who actually are part of gardening groups there and they have little pocket areas and these would be like unused areas. Maybe someday a building will be there but at the moment nobody's using it for anything but just it would be growing weeds and bushes and that sort of thing but people have been able to arrange to put gardens right there in their own uh, neighborhood and grow food and flowers and that sort of thing. The other thing about being in an urban area, there are often a lot of beautiful flower shops. I know, I remember living in New York City years ago and how nice it was. There was so much fresh, uh, fresh flowers and uh, of course they would also have fruit and vegetables and that kind of thing that, that are for sale. But the flowers, if you can bring flowers into your, into your home, freshen it up. So what are some other ways? Um, I guess the thing that was so uh, significant to me in terms of um, the importance of it is the what we've been learning lately about mental health and how people these days are struggling so much with their own mental health issues and often children and teenagers are um, they're like in transition times in their lives and it's very very difficult to figure out who am I uh, and especially when your main relationship often with people is simply on that little screen, that phone that you're always looking at and you think you're connecting with the world, but really you're not. So how to um, turn off those screens, put them away, leave them, don't leave the ringer on, just try to avoid that screen time and not be so dependent on it. So those are just a couple of ideas that um, people have come up with uh, in terms of living in urban areas, but bringing nature in. Years ago, I read a report, it was a British study that had um, identified that uh, children living in urban areas have very little contact with nature. They call it nature deficit disorder. And it isn't um, recognized as a, medically, uh, a medical problem yet, but I think we as a society are seeing that our lack of connection with nature is um, contributing to our uh, mental unrest, our, our disconnect from others, uh, people, and um, the life around us. So these are just a couple of ideas to make it more beautiful and healthy in our lives. Uh, someone also mentioned uh, volunteering for uh, 
stream restoration. Often there's rivers or streams um, that run through towns and there are local um, community groups that are working to keep those um, natural areas healthy and they need volunteers. Um, so being able to participate with other people in your community, so you're doing two things. One, you're being in nature. The other thing is you're also um, connecting with other human beings and feeling like you're doing something good. Because doing service is a way that we can feel important, uh, that our lives are meaningful and that we're not just the same old grind. So those are just a couple of things. We live in the Northwest and we're very fortunate that our community uh, identified a long time ago that uh, uh, Greenways trails are important to connect so that people like to ride their bikes um, around the town, but they're going connected with trails. Um, every community hasn't put that in place yet, but there are many uh, groups that are working on that all over the country. So whether you live in um, a very large city or even a small town, but you're still gonna be surrounded by cars, the more you can get out and walk and ride a bike if you're still comfortable riding a bike, any of those things, those are all gonna help you to feel that you're part of this world, that you're part of this beautiful planet that we live on. And when we feel that we're connected with it, then we can, uh, take more responsibility, we have more empathy. Those are some qualities, some human qualities that uh, show up when we connect with nature. And of course, you can always um, arrange to get out of town every now and then because uh, I know just taking a break sometime is really important. What Dean, my husband and I have done for many years is create music that includes the sounds of nature. So I would add also that um, being able to listen on headphones to natural sounds or to music that includes natural sounds is another way that uh, one can uh, bring nature into, into our inner beings. And so uh, the reason that we originally wanted to put the nature sounds with the music is because we wanted, we knew people in cities were being, uh, living very high stress lives. They didn't know how to overcome that, but what, we were hoping is that if they were listening to our music or watching some of our nature music videos that we make, that it would help them to have a greater appreciation for the planet. And our um, connection with Native American um, wisdom keepers that we've met over the many years and we've really um, paid attention to the things that they care about. They spoke of Mother Earth, that they the planet is, is, a, is like a loving mother that provides for all of our needs. But if we can't, um, if we don't know how to give back and, and, we're, and we're just taking, it's, it's just a one-way thing and it's not going to keep, we can't re keep replenishing. It's like why I always compost, you know, I, I don't throw my food waste out into the garbage. It just makes it smelly and messy. What I do instead is I have a little bucket and I save it and then put it all out in a composter outside. It's a place that it lets it compost slowly. Um, my niece many years ago did a video and she lived in Brooklyn and she uh, really worked on getting uh, compost in cities that you could you could actually do compost in cities and you make great dirt and then you 
the worms come and, and cultivate it even more and then you bring it into your house and it doesn't smell it's just good healthy dirt and then put it in planters or pots and you can grow vegetables and flowers and all kinds of things so just considering uh, the cycle of life it's a circle it's not a one-way thing we can't just keep taking nature gives so much to us and that's um, why we want to learn to give back but we also want to learn to have a deeper and a, a friendlier connection with the natural world around us. Hope this helps uh, inspire you in some way to bring nature into your world and especially into the world of children uh, that you might have in your family or nearby. I've heard a lot of great stories about the successful uh, gardens that schools have created where children uh, plant the seeds and water them and watch them grow and then are able to eat the vegetables that come from them. So uh, there's, there's no better way to get a child to eat healthy than to help have them uh, participate in growing the food itself. So grow your own, plant, water, all you need is a little sunlight, a little dirt and, uh, and some water and you're good. It's, it's all just part of nature. So. Peace be to nature and to your own world. Blessings. Thank you for listening to our Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, books, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music. Blessings. Blessings.